Welcome to the CJOB Sports Show podcast. On this episode, we chat with the head coach of the Winnipeg Rifles, Jordy Wilson. Look back at the season that was. Their season ended in a playoff loss in Regina on Sunday. We'll get into that on the podcast. Let's talk a different kind of football, junior football, Winnipeg Rifles season. As we mentioned earlier in the show, concluded with a loss of the Regina Thunder. And we are welcoming in friend of the show, Jordy Wilson, head coach of the Rifles. How are you doing tonight, Jordy? I am well, Christian. How are you? Good. A bit bittersweet that the, the season is over. Yeah, it is, actually. I mean, I, I was just, I'm actually sitting here staring at the game you are just talking about you don't want to watch. Um, yeah, because normally right now I would be, uh, well, we'd be firing up getting ready for Saskatoon, but, uh, yeah, it kind of sucks. We're not moving on, but that's, that's life. So when you, you look back at the season as a whole, I know it hasn't been very long since it ended, but how are you going to remember this season? <laughs> you know, the funny thing, it, it just, the way this year, I mean, first of all, we're going to be thankful that we played. We didn't have any COVID interruptions or anything like that. So the fact of the matter that we actually got to play football is special. And then secondly, it feels like a bit, almost like I coached about three seasons this year because there's been so much stuff we've dealt with, et cetera. But it was uh, at the start of the season, just because of with COVID and the number of older players that we lost, I wasn't really sure if we were going to have a dog in the fight. But then as we uh, proceeded along, we had a dog in the fight every game. Um, after the you know we first couple weeks there against Regina, um, our guys kind of started to get it going on. And, uh, heck, if we hadn't led the nation in, uh, in turnovers, it's kind of goofy because we led the nation in takeaways and turnovers. It's kind of an odd combination. But we had to have got our, our turnover pieces down, you know, and that's really what happened. We started having great ball security, then we progressed, and our, our quarterback, Bryce McNeil, last few weeks really came into his own and did a good job. And I think our coaching staff, I don't know, you know, I, I think we had to do a better job coaching him. And I think we just kind of started getting better with him as we proceeded. So all in all, I mean, I'm looking at it now. I mean, you know, no one likes to lose, but when I look moving forward, you know, the, the gauge is pointing up. We're looking pretty promising. We graduate three guys. So we should have a very strong team and uh, we'll add some new parts and, you know, additional parts again, this upcoming season. We're get get right out of January 15th. We start uh, our off season training under the guidance of El Couture from the bombers and the bombers facility. So we're looking forward to that. So in the two months between today and when training gets going again, what's on your, what's on your plate? Well, now it's uh, dealing with high school kids. Um, so, I mean, I haven't really seen a lot. And actually, we've, Mike Still, who's a, a guy that uh, he's kind of pretty involved. He does does the live stream for the Bison games and stuff. But Mike's runs, uh, he's quite involved with high school football league too and different things. He knows all the dudes. So we've kind of hired him as our recruiting coordinator. So Mike's been out uh, watching a lot of the high school kids and identifying them. So him and I are going to meet and we're going to watch obviously some of the games this week, but talk about the kids that are out there and then get after those guys. And, uh, you know, some of the ones that would be, you know, probably, you know, surefire guys that would be on our squad next year. Like maybe we get the top four or five kids. We'll get them in training with our guys in the off season. And then what we'll do is in, uh, in, January, you know, February, then we'll start getting ready for our, we'll do an indoor rookie camp and that kind of stuff. So we'll be encouraging 
a lot of young uh, Manitobans and Northwestern Ontario kids to get into our, our rookie camp, and then we'll proceed from there. So right now it's about player identification. Tomorrow we've got meetings, like team meeting, and then we've got exit meetings with all of our players to kind of go through the season with each one and move forward. Our coaches will all be back, and uh, like I say, most of our players will be, so we'll get them uh, pointing in the right direction and let it rip. So how comforting is it as a coach knowing that you have a lot of players coming back that you could view this year as a, a building steps season to potential future success. Oh, it's awesome. Like, I mean, now when you know you've got that, like I say, we're going to have, we had 70 players on our roster, so we lose three. So, I mean, you know, you know we might lose one or two here and there, like, to, you know, things might happen and maybe we lose a kid to a university program or something like that. But, you know, for the most part, we're going to have all those guys back. So it, it the foundation's there. So now it's much like, you know, when you see quarterbacks in pro football and stuff, and what happens is all of a sudden they come back the second year with the same coordinator or the third year. Now you can go a lot deeper into what you can do with the system you're running. So you can progress that way. So you're way ahead of the game. So it's it's pretty exciting. And, I mean, you know, it's interesting watching. Like, if, in the game yesterday, had we been able to stop the run, we would probably win the game. We just – but what happened is our interior defensive linemen are very young. And honestly, like, you know, we started June 28th. So a lot of these kids, it's way longer than what a high school season is, you know, from this progression of camps and all that stuff. And I, a lot of our young guys just ran out of gas. Like, they hit the wall, and they just they couldn't answer the bell against some of the older guys. But, you know, now they've got a season under their belt. They'll have an off-season training program. So next year, how do you stop the run? You get bigger, faster, stronger. So we'll be ready to go. And this is a Regina Thunder team, for those that don't know, went undefeated in the regular season. And y'all were in it with them. Yeah, no, they're a good team. Like, I mean, they're, you know, it's a, they're, they're a, they had, because of COVID, you could play your 20, like, the kids were supposed to graduate last year. They gave uh, those kids an exemption. They had eight 23-year-olds. They're an old team. Um, and they're good. They're, they're, it's a physical game. And, I mean, it was a great atmosphere. Like, when you play in Liable, you know, it's probably, there's, like it holds about 2,000 people, and it was full in there. And, I mean, the bench, the crowd's right behind us. So, I mean, there's lots of – and there's – the team is – like, there, there's no love lost between the teams. So, there was there was a lot of fire in the game. So, it was an exciting environment to be in. So, it was, it was pretty cool for all the kids to be involved with and everything else. So, yeah, they're a good program. And, uh, you know, we're, we'll be looking forward to getting after them next year for sure. You mentioned – just being able to have a season, you feel grateful. Road trips, how does it feel to have those back? It was good. You know, it was, I mean, it was interesting that going into Alberta and Saskatchewan, who, as we were going through the season, was getting worse and worse with COVID. So we had to be pretty careful with the guys, like when we got into town and stuff, to try to limit them to staying in the hotel. I mean, you can go and get some snacks or whatever, but obviously um, whatnot. But it was fun for the kids. And I mean, we were good this year, too. It was really cool. Um, we got to do, we were using charters, so we were using Calm Air. So it was actually almost like, you know, you felt like uh, we were big wheels. We, we'd fly out of the thing here and we'd land in Edmonton or Calgary and the bus pulled right out of the tarmac right beside the plane and the crew unloaded their bags right into the bus. And we go to our hotel and we were leaving uh, Calgary the last time, the San Jose Sharks who just pulled in with one of their big Delta jets right beside us. You know, they had a much nicer plane than we had, a big one, but it, it, you, know, you felt like you were like, uh, in the in the in the show there so it was fun for the kids and then obviously the bus rides to Saskatchewan are 
are memorable because there's lots of goofy things that happen when you're traveling with young fellows on buses. So it was, it was fun to get out there and uh, get back on the road and enjoy the great game of football. That's for darn sure. And one of the side pieces of sports and especially with younger players is that kind of bonding team development stuff, right? Road trips stuck on a bus for seven hours, eight hours is a a great way to do that. You'll learn a lot about each other. Absolutely. Yeah. And they, they, you know, and, and our guys, it was, it's really cool to watch like how they really truly became a team and how they cared for each other. So that, that was neat. And the thing is that comes from, like you say, getting out on the road and getting on buses and traveling together and staying in hotels together, you know, and practicing nightly and all that kind of stuff. So yeah, they, they actually, they became a very tight group and it was, uh, it's fun to see. And that's the other part. It'll be hard tomorrow. Like, you know, we won't see him for a couple months now. I mean, obviously we'll have a banquet and different things. But for the most part, tomorrow when we have our last team meeting and then uh, the exit interviews and stuff, you know, you won't see, you know, a few of them for a while. And some of them live out of town, so they'll be going home and stuff. So it'll be kind of sad from that perspective. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it's you know, I, the, the, the finality of when you're in the playoffs when it's over sucks. But uh, we're our, our future is pretty bright and we're pretty excited get you out of here on this i'm just curious how exit interviews work do you just have kids file in one by one how long do they take uh depends yeah no like yeah we do get them in one by one like tomorrow we're doing the offensive players so i i go into every meeting um and while our offensive staff in with them so they're they, you know like i mean for a young kid like first year player they're probably about five minutes right for an older player that's maybe been around for a bit more that you might want to talk a little bit more in detail with some stuff, you might get up to you know, 10 or 15 with them. But we'll do the offensive guys tomorrow, and then uh, we're going to do defensive guys. We'll all do with the defensive staff on Wednesday. So it's good because, you know, we get some feedback. And, again, it's like a lot of it's so, you know, was your experience like, you know, where do you think you need to get better? And what do you got to do? And do you have any, any comments or questions or concerns of how we could make our program better? You know, so we get some feedback from them. So it's not just a – you know, we're not lecturing them or anything else. It's just basically, you know, trying to find out where they're at and where they think they need to get better and how they need to get better and how they think our team can get better. So get a little bit of feedback from them. So it's it's a good way to end the season. They kind of, you know, wrap it up that way. Well, good luck with the uh, exit interviews and everything in the offseason. Jordy, appreciate your time as always. Well, I appreciate your interest, Christian, and uh, keep up the good work on your show and have a great night. Well, thank you very much for listening to the CJOB Sports Show podcast. If you like what you heard, guess what? You can hear more every weeknight on CJOB from 6.30 to 9 p.m. Of course, that is when the Jets are not playing because if the Jets are playing, then I don't have a show, but I'll be part of the pre- and post-game coverage. Anyway, thanks again for tuning in. Subscribe if you'd like. We're available on iTunes and other places I'd imagine. So farewell until we meet again. Come on and thanks for all the fish. So sad that it should come.